You can be a, a dummy dumb dumb dummy. Welcome to the Homer Kent Experiment. Episode 006. Independence Day. Hey, Kidron. Hey, Josh. It's July 5th today, which means yesterday, uh, you guys will not believe this, was July 4th, <laughs> Independence Day. <laughs> and um, I, honestly, during the day, I didn't really even think about it that much, like what the day's about. That's how you know shallow I've gotten. And uh, it, as far as really... Yeah, you, really, think about, you think about eating the burger or the brat. All the prep you have to do for the people coming over, all that stuff. But the but the the celebration, um, you know, our our country goes through a fairly large deal about July Fourth, but man, I yeah. I did not think a ton about it, and definitely didn't take any moments of silence, nothing like that. Was at home pretty much all day, besides a little stint at a pool. But you know, I was I was thinking about it, like um, just taking going back into America's history, and you know, a lot of people I surround myself with. Or I'm, or I'm surrounded with, I think would agree, uh, not everybody, but I think a lot of people I'm surrounded with would agree, America, looking back through, through, through the ages, has been a pretty good country, what, what it stood for. But if you look back at, I, so I guess first thoughts on that, will you guys kind of just look, at least if you're comparing relative to other countries, is it a pretty good country? Are you guys in agreement with me there? Yeah, I think it's a great country who ha who has stood for a lot of great things over time. Is is some of what you're saying right now in response to this general feeling that I've gotten over time, which is people are much less impressed with America and almost anti-American in many ways? Oh yeah, I mean it's not it's not cool. Definitely not cool. Um, that's why I'm kind of you know treading lightly here, but it's not cool to you know America's great because I think people hear that. And they instantly go to the things America has not done great, has done that are actually really bad, uh, rather than look at it and say, man, it's, it's amazing that, that a country can change and look at all the good things it's done, not only on our soil, but to influence the world towards a more, um, you know, understanding the people rather than for the government, um, yeah. which I think, I, I think it's pretty clear America's influenced the world for good in that way. Kidder, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I agree with your sentiment. Uh, I I think the whole uh, America movement has not helped. <laughs> has it, not right. helped the cause. But uh, but yeah, I I think I think in general there wouldn't even be as much pushback if, um, like like the one downside that I that I think. Americans do have like there's a little bit of a blind spot that we we don't have a lot of experience with the rest of the world because we're kind of in our bubble like we're yeah I, it's kind of like Texas actually I think of Texas the same way so like they Texans love Texas they they love being from Texas they never want to leave Texas they don't even want to go on vacation out of Texas <laughs> because texas is great you know <laughs> right and, and that's so for them it's great like they love it they they have this camaraderie and everything and uh 
you know, to be a Texan is, is, and, and this is generalizing, this obviously isn't true of everyone, but um, I, I think there's a, a trend there. And, and I think it compares to Americans as a whole too. But like, um, so again, they, they don't want, they're not interested in anything else because they have everything they need and want and um, they just love it. So, oh, oh, okay. Okay. They got everything they need. I'd like to challenge that. What about sub-zero temperatures? I never really get that. What about snow? <laughs> well, they're Not all everything. getting those cryo chambers that they can get into for a little bit. <laughs> What's uh, a this, conversation, this conversation is going to be more interesting if one of us is anti-American. So uh, I'll, I'll, f- I'll fulfill that role. So like <laughs> when you start to hear people chant, USA, USA, greatest country in the world. There is a part of, I think, every every pe- person who's a little rebellious who wants to say, hold on, guys. Yes, it's wait, great. Wait. When people are ch- chanting USA, wh- when are they doing Like, I'm thinking they're doing that like a sporting event or something. When are you thinking, when are people chanting USA and you're not like- And I'm not, and I'm not wrapped up in it chanting along with them? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just doing this for the sake of the conversation that there's a lot of people who would hear America is the greatest country in the world, which politicians love to say, which uh, for many decades, Americans love to say. And now suddenly people are hearing that phrase and they're wanting to be like, hold up. Let's think about this a little bit. Are we really the best at this or this or this or that? Okay. But here's, here's part of the thing there. There's two parts of that, Josh, you got one, if I'm from Brazil and I'm your buddy from Brazil, we'll call me um, Steve. Steve. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks for saving my butt there. Um, and I, I'm from Brazil and I meet you and I'm like, man, Brazil is the greatest country on the planet. Man, you got to come visit. There's no place like it. You're not going to think twice about that. I think that's going to make you like me even more because you're like, yeah, this guy loves his country. That's great. Yeah, you're the guy I want to tour the country with because you're going to be excited about sharing this experience with me. Yeah, so a lot of what America does is just like that. But it, but there's a there's a, a real subculture that is becoming the the popular culture that's like, "No, you can't even do that." It's not it's not cool even to just like your country, not even necessarily because you actually think, you know, point by point it's the best country. Right. But but because this is the country where I, where I was born. And this is the country where all my friends are. This is my place. Like that's, that's part of it that you're not even allowed to like have that anymore. Yeah. It's like when you go to a college, you're like, my college was the best college. Or when you have a friend, you're like, my friends are the best friends. My country is the best country. I think that naturally happens all over the world. Yeah. And, and to be, to be totally honest, is there an argument? It, could you be a, an intelligent person and argue that point by point, America overall is the best country on the planet? Yeah. Yes, you can. Of course you can. You probably could make that argument about several countries th- throughout the history of the world. But America, I, I, I feel like that's my personal belief is that it's got to be in that discussion, at least, if not the top, um, you know, far and away. Um, that would so, be a, that would be a fun challenge, like ranking the top countries in the world. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. According to to us. Yeah, and you know, some people would be offended, Steve, that you're even calling it America, because you know, there's there's a whole there's a whole North America, there's a whole South America, and we're like, we are America. <laughs> yeah, what right do you have, Steve, to America? 
Well, I don't apologize. That's what we've been calling it for a long time. <laughs> I'll start calling it the United States of America. So sorry. Um, USA. 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 Yeah. <laughs> ah. Steve, you know what I think when the downfall of, of America being great ha- started? Whoa, 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 whoa. When has it even, who says that even started? No, no, no. When it was started to be okay within the world to say, eh, I don't know about that America. What's your guess? What do you, when, do, when do you think that started? Ooh. I think it was when reality television came into the picture. Suddenly, we, uh, the world does not see America as Tom Cruise and Top Gun or Harrison oh. Ford and as Indiana Jones. Now they're seeing some real Americans. Yeah, wow. All the just junk out there. And all the junk. And uh, and the internet did that too. They also they also just see us as the people of Walmart, I think. Like the entire country. <laughs> but be honest, didn't your opinion of our country go down a little bit when you started watching reality television? Oh, my opinion of certain parts of our country has always been incredibly low. <laughs> yeah. I, and the thing is, you can point to horrendous parts of every country. Absolutely. Um, yeah, there's there's black spots on on all of our country that are, on all of our countries that are really, so, we should so be ashamed of. Let's figure out three of what we think may be the best qualities or characteristics of the United States of America. So if we were going to put it up against others, what would those things we would say, but... But what about this? Uh, David Hasselhoff. One. Yes. Got it. No, just number one. Just kidding. The Hoff. Okay. What, what's our number one in no particular order? I think the, the fact that we can talk about this on a podcast is a big one. So I'll say the idea of free speech uh, from the populace. You won't get thrown in jail. Yeah, so it's got to be like a clear and present danger, doesn't it, to 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 not be uh, considered free speech? Right. We've come up with some ways that people can really endanger things through their speech. But in general, we can ask a question like, is America actually great? Yeah. And that's okay with our government. Okay, so let's step back there and, uh, and think if there are – are there other countries – I mean, there are definitely other countries where that can't be done, but are we exclusive to that? Or are like, could you do this in Canada? Could you do this in uh, all of Europe or or what? You you can, but I feel like maybe I was taught wrong, but I feel like we were kind of the inventors of of really embracing that. We invented it. Mm. And we are in some ways turning our back on it. Yeah, it does feel that way. Oh, my goodness. I'm tiptoeing around this whole conversation. It doesn't sound like it. It sounds like I'm stomping my feet like a hippo um, uh, in this conversation. But I feel like what if the wrong person hears this and thinks I'm a hater? I've got no reason to think that because, I I mean, I I don't know my heart fully, but but I'm not meaning to hate on anyone. But th- that fear is like back there a little bit. Like someone could hear this. Someone could spread the word that Steve's a white supremacist or this or that. No, all I'm saying is America's got a lot of good things going for it. And and 
Thomas Jefferson and George Washington were big reasons why that happened. God, I feel like God used them to bring about a mechanism that wasn't perfect, but could at least get rid of its imperfections. It, you didn't have to overthrow the government to get rid of the imperfections. It, it was something that could, could start it off decent and then you could be, make it better. Now, should we say freedom of speech is the one or should we shorten that to freedom and include things like freedom of religion, freedom of the press? What, what do you guys think? Or are those big enough topics they should have their own thing? They probably should have their own, but I'm curious to see if we can get two other ones. You right. Know? Okay. So let's just say freedom. Yeah. I, I've got one other one. Tell me if you like this one. What I would maybe call the American spirit, which, which in some ways manifests itself as creativity or industriousness or this idea that um, I can... I can come up with ideas. I can ideate outside of what the people around me think is acceptable or normal. And I think that's why so much new tech, so, so much of our new technology uh, is birthed here. Um, some of the great inventions in history, all, all over the world, inventions happen. But I think there is an inventiveness that is embraced here. Yeah, there, there definitely is. We have been able, I mean, you could lock us in into a land that was totally lacking in resources. And it's not like everyone would thrive, but, but we could still make a ton of money as a nation just based on what we've been doing, because it's kind of outside of, outside of natural resources, what, what we make a lot of money from. And it's like you said, the ideas that we've come up with, the Silicon Valley, you know, it yeah. just constantly creates things. So, so a little sidestep there, Silicon Valley, help me guys. I've never understood what that is. Is it a place on a map? Yeah, Silicon Valley. I think it's that area, San Francisco and, and below San Francisco, uh, where those computer chips and all of that sort of technology has taken place. Is that what you were wondering, Steve? Yeah. Yeah. Like, is it a place on a map or is it like just generally the place in the country, you know, you know, what I found coast? funny. I found funny was when I moved to Lincoln, Nebraska, which I love, it's a great town, but I heard people referring to it as the Silicon Prairie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that might've just been a little wishful thinking. Yeah. That's good stuff. So, yeah. so Josh, you're talking about the creative spirit, which I think, um, you know, Americans aren't just born with it. And in fact, a lot of it's not even Americans. Well, we uh, attract you people know, like that too. People that, from all over the world come here. Exactly. That's, mm -hmm. what, that's what I'm saying. I think it goes to even something deeper as into th that. And honestly, you could put this right under freedom as well. People know I can go there and there's nothing there. There's really very little in, relative to my old country keeping me from coming up with these amazing ideas and I right. can get incentivized for them. You know, there's huge incentive. Government's not going to steal the idea. Um, I, there's ways to protect my idea. Uh, protection of property was one of the main things our country was founded on private property. It's yeah. yours. And uh, yeah, I think people, people see that and want to be here for it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What else? Yeah, we, got? So we got to come up with one more. 
okay freedom of speech um freedom of inventing amazing things uh what about what about travel what about it what do you mean I, I don't know that this is true, but I've always felt like like this is this country is different. I mean, I, I don't think it is anymore. I think people travel freely, but I just feel like I feel like hopping in the car and going wherever you want to go is something kind of unique. Um, mm, the open I, road, the American open road, the road trip, that is kind of an American thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I think that because other countries have roads and cars. People own cars, but it, it does seem like something that's American. Well, that was sort that of be the top three, but it's, you know, Ford and his assembly line was birthed here, and I think the the highway system was probably. I don't know. There is something to that. Although I would rather be on the autobahn in, in Germany, right? Or yeah. <laughs> or, oh, uh, oh! Claim to fame. I got a speeding ticket on the Audubon. How did you manage that? Oh. <laughs> How did you yeah, manage um, that? You, so drive a, was, you drive a Honda Civic. I was driving a German car or, or I don't even, I actually know it wasn't, it was, it was some funny Probably car. Italian if you guys. Was it a rental? <laughs> uh, I was borrowing it from, uh, from family members that there, it was their company car that, that they lent us. We were so, going to a wedding across the country, but the way I got it was, I was uh, I was on the highway, and just like here, they also have construction zones. So I couldn't read German; I didn't know what was up. But there was some sign that I was supposed to recognize, and then all of a sudden, some flash appeared, and they uh, they got me. How expensive was that? Fast as I pleased. Well, I don't know uh, because. They sent it to. to you don't know how much the euro is worth. Uh, no, I never had to pay it because. Company uh, car. It, it was the company car, so they they did send a fine to to that company, and <clears throat> basically, um, they they just came up with something like, "Oh, this this isn't this person doesn't work for us," and um, so, so they they came up with some excuse of why they somebody didn't wriggled out of it somehow. Yeah, they they squeezed out of it, but the government made them start keeping a list from then on of like signing out who has the car when. So, <laughs> so. you're the you're the reason a law was made. Yeah, <laughs> you totally changed their business operations. Yes, from then on. Well, well yeah. done, Kidron. Well it's done. called it's called the Kidron Law. Nice. I remember right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just it was some a sign written in German, you know, like construction zone or something, to where you had to you had to slow down because they were doing road work or they weren't at the time. There was nobody out there. See, but. and that's another reason why America is the greatest country. We write our signs in English. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and everyone knows English. Yeah. Oh, actually oh. there's, there's something we speak English and the world knows English. <laughs> I think that's better. I think that that bodes better for the world. Cause they're, they're, they're multilingual. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> well, well, America, we're, we're, uh, we realize your limited capacity, so we will learn your language. <laughs> and we're right. all like, we're the best. They're all learning our language. No, right. so, you're so, dumb. Kidron, when you started to talk about like the roadways and, and travel, uh -huh. I also went to, well, maybe it's not all in the, the creative spirit or the freedoms we have. 
but there's something about just the natural resources we have the beauty of this land right this uh, yeah purple mountain majesties and and there is something about the diversity of america where you've got the cold you've got the warm you've got the mountains you've got the sea um we're lucky in that regard and it's a great place mm-hmm. in that regard mm-hmm. yeah i mean v- virtually pick any place you want to go see in the world and we've got like our own united states of, of america version of it that's pretty darn good yeah you can see the the parthenon in nashville yeah i mean it's a lot smaller but yeah yeah they're I mean, just I, as good too just yeah, as good you've got redwood forest to the gulf stream waters yeah to the New this York. place was made for you and me yes <laughs> that's where i was going with that i mean we are you have to i mean that's not something you can really attest to americans but we are incredibly lucky about all that steve you got to come up with something you brought this to the table you said america's great i don't care what people say why why is it great uh man i mean it's it's great for the one reason because oh Josh and Kidron are here and I, I went to college here and I went to school it's it's great here because it's my home um but a, a lot of it I think is just the the people here uh the people here love other people I think as a general rule like if someone's hurting somewhere um and, and I, I'm not saying this in comparison to other countries but I do feel like there's a there's a sympathetic heart mm. over over general Americans. Like I I don't know numbers, but I, I'd say I feel like nine out of ten. I mean, where I'm from, I feel like ten out of ten. You see a little kid in need, you want to go help him. It's not like oh, there's someone I can steal something from. Um, mm-hmm. Right. And I, yeah. I, I I wonder how prevalent that is in other countries. I feel like. Or how prevalent it would become if they were the number one gross domestic product in the world. Like, would they would they take those resources and how would they use them? Yeah, because that's something, Josh. Uh, like, you, you look at some other countries that just seem like they want to take over the world. And, and it, it doesn't seem like if they were at the top that they would, they would have the same... Uh, influence in the world yeah. yeah we we tend to be a i mean a bleeding heart almost to a fault sometimes like we're, we're really sympathetic i love that i love that you know you hear about kids being kidnapped in africa okay we're sending like 50 billion dollars there a year you know just we hear about aids here 50 billion dollars there it's like i mean going racking up huge deficits in our federal government to handle all these issues and I mean, I'd, I'd rather that than us like be a country of hard hearted people that didn't care about those in need. Um, but but that's, I guess, what I'm kind of getting at is that, mm-hmm. yeah, we have all that money and we're probably a little too uh, right check happy, you know, just, yeah, write them another check, help them out. Um, and I think mm-hmm. that comes from our people. I think yeah. our people want to help. We know, hey, we've been blessed with all these resources. We want to bless the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, send them, send them a bunch of money. I think that comes from a good place. And I think we see that on our home front too. Um, you know, lots of people adopting other kids. I, I wonder how common that is in other countries. Um, right. Lots of people here want to adopt, uh, want to take care of those who uh, have disabilities have, I mean, that's, that's like language everybody knows in this country. And, mm-hmm. 
I know for a fact in some other uh, large countries that are kind of challenging us right now, that is that is definitely not the case. Hmm. So we've given some some uh, some credit to America. We've listed some good things. I think it's only fair we uh, say what could America do better. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We should do that. Yeah. So I think there's an arrogance that naturally springs up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it probably we, sounds like we're arrogant even having this conversation. Yeah, like we make too many lists of how great we are. <laughs> and we all, all stand up at a, at a ballpark and sing about it. Yeah, it's like, why? Why are you singing about yourself again? I mean, sheesh. <laughs> now, I, you know, to piggyback off what Kidder is saying, the arrogance a- absolutely um, is there. And I... What I think that may stem from, when you're powerful, when you're wealthy, when when you've never had any threats. I mean, we, we, we're never threatened. We're never fearing for our lives unless we're doing something dumb. You know, it's uh, our government is not threatening us, um, at least not physically. Other countries, I mean, we've got this massive military that protects us um, and we buy whatever the heck we want. There, there is an arrogance. There's like an invincibility thing, and you kind of get uh, numb to, to you know, maybe what other people are going through, and yeah, that, I think that can lead to pride. Kittern, is that a little bit what you're getting at? Yeah, connection? yeah. Mm-hmm. And and also like uh, uh, related to it too, like uh, there's the the entitlement spirit that um, it just seems like you know, if, if you're on like an international flight or, you know, something like that, it just seems like everyone knows the American is going to have a problem, you know, with, with this bad service or something. Um, whereas, uh, I, I, I could, I could be, uh, going a little too far with that, but, but it, it it's always embarrassing when there's like an entitled American type that I, I just feel like they're giving us a bad name. Yeah. Um, I've got to just say this. Stupid American. <laughs> I've got one. This sense of beauty in other countries in the world, historically, if you look at Europe in different places, if you look in Asia, there is a there is a craftsmanship and a in a in a commitment to beauty mm-hmm. that I think sometimes America and it's it, you know it's a young country, but in some ways it's a little too practical at times or yeah. boring for its own good. Yeah. If you look at our government buildings, they're just big concrete blocks. What, what is inspiring about that? And as, yeah. you know, as one who doesn't care a lick about the way things look or beauty or anything, I appreciate America's architecture and um, landscape. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's what I think. Steve, <laughs> Steve I'm curious though. Um, when you look out at the ocean you grew up next to, there's a sense of awe a little bit at times, I'm guessing, as the sun sets. Um, if you've ever been on top of a mountain, you felt that. If you've ever been in a cathedral in some of these European cities, you would also feel that, right? Or if you've ever driven an Italian car, you, you would feel something. America does not live up to the rest of the world in this regard, I, 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 I think. I got to let you know, man, I have not done three of the four things you just suggested. (laughs) I couldn't even name an Italian car to you. Never been in a cathedral. um, Never been on a mountaintop. I have seen the waters I grew up on, but no, that's good stuff. Honestly, Josh, 
this is something that fascinates me. Very few things like I can point to them. I can point them out like on one hand, how many things have visually ever stunned me before. Mm -hmm. And they're usually like, dude, that guy has three eyeballs. Like it's gotta be something like sci-fi weird like that to ever get me going mountains, all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's beautiful. I can kind of tell what's beautiful, but I'm more faking it. Like, Oh, Hey, you think that's beautiful. Don't you, you know, I, but I don't, I'm not typically moved by a lot. I don't know, man. I remember being around you when you first met your wife and, (laughs) and you were enamored with her looks. She's a babe. <laughs> she, she, she's a babe, and you just scored me some major points. So thank you. If she gets, if she listens this far into the podcast, that's that's the only yeah. problem. I'll have to fast forward this because <laughs> get to the good stuff. Get to the yeah. good. Stuff. Yeah, Josh. I have to say, I totally agree with you. And also, I think I should note at this point in our talk that it is really easy to talk about the bad things about america so much more freeing (laughs) as steve was pointing out like you feel like you can't say the good stuff man is it easy to say the bad stuff isn't that yeah isn't that weird and sad but it's true it is but yeah i i do feel like i can go all out on the bad stuff um and i agree with you totally on that josh i i uh it's one thing that yeah and you even said the word i think of too practicality i i feel like uh, actually, the U.S. has won a lot of stuff based on that, like wars and stuff. We built the practical stuff while the Germans were trying to make it perfect. And we, you know, had like 20 billion more of them to right. <laughs> take them down. Right. Um, so America. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's worked out for us in certain ways. But, yeah, I feel like as a result of that, we think that that is always the way to go. And I don't like that. I, I don't like that we don't spend time to make it right a lot of times we we, mm-hmm. we we're just happy with good enough and uh mm-hmm. we we push more numbers out the uh make more widgets and yeah. um push america, that bottom line america if you're listening keep going on the direction you're going it's just fine nobody really cares it doesn't matter how it looks just as long as it does the job <laughs> i appreciate what these guys are saying but just move right along and yeah, there's something really inspiring too when when you do see something that's just like, man, somebody built this. Yeah. And yeah, you, you don't encounter that as much here as you do in other places in the world. Or you can just watch Braveheart and be inspired and go back to your boring home. <laughs> <laughs> a movie made in America, but about Scotland. In a movie made by Americans, I'm telling you, we got we got a lot to us. We got a lot to us here. The film in, industry is one of our biggest artistic uh, offerings to the world. Yeah, well, and and Josh, okay. I wonder nowadays. It is easy to look at our um, our art and all this stuff. Whatever, I'll, we'll just lump it in art because I'm a math guy, um, and say, oh my goodness, we're like so uncultured and we we don't make things beautiful and something tells me there's a segment like that within every developed country that is, you know, ultra developed and I think some of it comes from our very beginnings, Steve. And that was Puritans and Quakers who were trying to get away from those sorts of things. And I think in some ways that has permeated our history 
right? If you look at our churches, they're going to look different. And that's fine. There's a lot of good in that too. But you are the Italian spirit when it comes to to beauty. It, it's, I don't care what you say. It's at a heightened place for that. Yeah, I mean, especially compared to the rest of the world too. Japanese um, craftsmanship when it comes to something like woodworking. They, they've made these incredible joineries that don't even use nails. Now listen. Um, that's not I, practical enough for us. I made wooden house with silas and yes the the craftsmanship was not very good and yes the design was not very good and yes it probably would fall apart if you like jostled it even a little bit but wait i have no point those are the things we're discussing <laughs> and they're all really poorly done but it was American made man. in america <laughs> and I'm proud that, of that. that. That phrase does mean something made in America. I hope it continues to mean something moving forward. Um, yeah, it does. I wonder if it means as much to the rest of the world as it does to us. Like, do, do other countries like to see that label too? Like, do they trust the quality or is it just uh, like, of made in America or made in their country? Yeah. You no, know, made in America. Do, do people buy it with a, uh, you know, more trust when, when they're not living in the well, US or? I think for some things, yes. Like if you think about steel or something, but if you look at cars, I think we, for many, many years, rested on our laurels there and no, right. we don't. Well, yeah, definitely no, I mean, not, not cars, but, but like just regular products. Like, does that mean something to the rest of the world or is that only us that are like, cool, it was made in the U.S.? I think it does because we have so many laws and regulations. Mm -hmm. Um that th certain things can't get through our system that could get through some other systems. Yeah. So other, other, what could, what else could we do better? Um, yeah, you maybe know, let's do one more. Cause we don't want to pile it on. We've got some good stuff going on, but what's yeah. one more. I, I, I've always considered one of our weaknesses is that we're strong. You know, our, our strength. <laughs> is our weakness. I care too much. And that's my weakness. <laughs> yes. Oh man. It got me the first job I ever got. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kitter and I think you had a real one. So why don't we go to what you were going to say? Yeah. Um, I, I have a real one. Um, Pile it on man. Pile it on. I'm blanking on the word for this. Uh, and it's a really easy word too. Um, indubitably. Please tell me it's indubitably. indubitably. <laughs> By the way, does anyone know what that word means? Uh, doesn't it mean like definitely? Yeah, that's how I take it. Like for sure, definitely. By by, that's how I take it. Is that what it means, you think? That's how I've always understood it. It means, yeah, indubitably, as we all recognize and know. <laughs> da, da, da. Okay. I, I think the way to say it is uh, ignorance. <laughs> it's funny that you, you are come really up with piling that it on that's so fun well yeah i, th I think that's a good uh, a good word for ignorance so i'm ignorant of the word right now oh oh it's ignorant <laughs> <laughs> um so you know you have different types of ignorance you have uh people who let's see if we can come up with with the different ways of of being ignorant you can know something um, and just be too proud to acknowledge it. That's one type of ignorance. You, you can, can be a, a dummy, dumb, dumb, dummy. You can turn your head from the possibility of learning something. Like you can just totally ignore and be ignorant that way. Like you don't even want to 
uh, investigate something. Um, or you could actually just not know, like, uh, like being the, a dummy, dumb, dummy head. Yes. Like the, uh, the content has never been introduced to you. You've never been exposed to that information. So you could so be ignorant in that way. So which one are you talking about? Like the rest of the world has a lot of stuff to offer, like a lot of beauty and a lot of things. And I don't think a lot of Americans even know about them like firsthand, like they've, they've never experienced a lot of that. And so it's not even, it doesn't register in their mind that these are, that this is even a thing like that, that there are places in the world that are just, really beautiful uh that that are different than what they know because they're too busy thinking that that what they know is the best and the greatest and and so there's that type <laughs> of ignorance i think you're totally right about this and as somebody who married a non-american what have, what have you learned about us from that we're all stupid americans <laughs> yeah uh so yeah I, i've learned I've learned a lot just actually from exposure um, for one. So I was, I was born in another country. So I, I started off just, mm -hmm. I think with a little bit more awareness, even though I was young, it, like, I think I have, I started off with a little bit of that um, in me that most people don't have just because, because I knew there was more out there than, um, than just my backyard and, you know, That's the right. local store. It's like, we don't know that there is some stuff that's better that the world has to offer that we could learn from. We, we just think that, um, that yeah. what, what we've experienced is really all there is or all we need to experience. Right. So like with the 4th of July, if you ask most people, where do fireworks come from? Would a lot of Americans say America? They probably would, but you know, they date much further back. And I think I've heard they're from china so yeah did you guys see fireworks this year i did we did yeah we we were the fireworks so what uh what did you buy steve what kind of uh show did you put on well i mean you gotta think about my kids okay i've got like three five eight ten year olds and i need a dad so Sparklers. yeah oh okay but that being said we almost lost our three-year-old so they've got these sweet fireworks that they say this side up. They don't look like a traditional firework. They have wings on them and they, you light them and then they go spinning up way up into the sky and then they land on something. It's just really cool looking. So I do one, I read it. It says this side up. So I put this side up and I light it. So we probably got 20, 25 people over. Yeah. And it slants right away and goes straight for my daughter, my three-year-old. We have video of it. It was incredible. Seriously, <laughs> about three feet away from her face. Oh, it, no. It's like an angel came and made it accelerate in a different direction and bang into our house. And oh. everyone's running and screaming. The video, it almost sounds like it's like a terrorist attack. <laughs> People, everyone's screaming, running. It goes out of focus and then falls on the ground. It's just, it, it was, it was crazy, but that's the only real close call we had. Um, and after that, everyone settled down and we finished the fireworks show. The kids really loved the parachutes. So I'd light it and then it shoots something way up in there. It goes pop. And then probably like 40, 50 feet in the air, it goes pop again and shoots out this little parachute guy who falls down. 
<laughs> and all all the boys age like six to twelve go running after it. And and they're looking up while they're running. So they're stomping <laughs> all over each other and running into things and running into <laughs> little girls and poles. And I had four of them. And this every, is like when the bride throws the bouquet at the wedding. Worse. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, it, it's like if a bride threw the bouquet to a bunch of ten year old boys. <laughs> and the bouquet was like sweet tarts. Oh, oh, oh now <laughs> now you're talking. All right. Well, hey boys, I think we have uh had a good talk about America. I man, it feels like we only scratched the surface of this stuff. It feels like we could go on and on. If I could close with this thought. So I guess if there's one thing I would say I'd encourage us um, to do is um, I don't know that it's necessarily healthy to want to overemphasize the negative and diminish the positive. I don't think it's healthy, truthful, um, you know, or, or really, really honest with ourselves or others if we do get into a conversation like this. So that's how I, how I think we should wrap it up. And I appreciate you guys and your thoughts. And like always, we scratched the surface and could have been here forever, but this was a good talk. Love you guys. See you, Steve. Later. Are you proud to be an American? Or perhaps our international friends can tell us what your country is best at. Send your thoughts and questions to homerkentexperiment at gmail.com. Good day.